0: Camino. Welcome back. Uh, I already tried to record this message once and for some reason the podcast app just deleted it and erased it. So this is take two. Um, <laughs> so maybe I'll try to be a little briefer than I was the first time. But um, today was a good day and I'm uh, recording this uh, in the evening before I go to bed Uh, because I've changed my plans a little bit, and so I'll share about that in a sec, but um, about 25k today, very, very flat. I think the biggest elevation change we had all day was when we had to walk over a freeway (laughs) on the overpass, so uh, pretty flat all day long, and um, yeah, otherwise it was a nice day. I went about 14k before I I even took a break, so it went pretty smoothly. I got into Carrion, and uh, I I decided not to stay at the the albergue where the nuns uh, do a service for you and and sing songs and all that sort of stuff, Um, and that's partially because of my change of plans. I wanted to have a uh, a little more quiet, uh, relaxed <laughs> evening than sort of a set program. So, um, yeah, it was it was a great day. I ended up having dinner with uh, this younger couple from New Zealand who actually, um, we were right next to each other on the train to St. Jean um, way back when <laughs> we were sitting right next to each other and um, didn't really realize it then. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, Tomorrow, tomorrow is gonna be a big day and that's sort of my change in plans. Uh, I've decided that I'm gonna try to walk to Sahagun, uh, which um, is a 40 kilometer day. So it's gonna be my biggest day. And uh, I'm gonna uh, get up nice and early, around 5, 5.30. Um, Actually, I'm gonna try to get out by 5.30, I think. And, yeah, try to do 40 kilometers. So, 32 is the longest I've done so far. So this will be my my longest day for sure, um, uh, and it'll be a couple of long days. So the day after that will be uh, the 30 kilometer day. <laughs> so, but after that, it's pretty much all 20 to 25 for the rest of the way. So. I think that is my best plan. I would like to stay in Sahagún because it's sort of the official halfway point of the Camino between uh, St. John and Santiago. So that's the plan. A big long day tomorrow, and then a, a long day, but not quite as long the day after. Uh, so hopefully my, my body will hold up. It's doing pretty well. Um, my blisters are hanging on a bit, but They're not too painful, and uh, they don't seem to be getting any worse, so I'm I'm not too worried about them. Got them covered, and um, yeah, feet seem to be doing all right. Um, But typically around that 30 range, everything starts to hurt, so I'm going to take some long rests tomorrow and really uh, make sure to listen to what my body's saying, Uh, and uh, yeah, We'll, we'll get through the next couple days so the next you know 48 hours i'll do uh 70 kilometers which <laughs> is uh somewhere around 40 45 miles i think so yeah a couple of big days to go um in other news uh some celebrations one i just a couple days ago i forgot to mention i went over 300 kilometers total so that was exciting and in just a couple of days, I'll go over 400 kilometers. So that shows you sort of the pace I'm um, taking over the meseta. It's much faster than what I did the first chunk of the Camino. Uh, and then second is that Elizabeth is going to come. My wife is going to come uh, join me for uh, the last three days. She's going to meet me in Santiago and we're going to walk to Finisterre together. So that's super exciting as well. Um, yeah yeah that's that's the plan uh it's gonna be gonna be a big couple of days uh but i'm looking forward to it it's nice and flat and if there's any any time that i was gonna do it this would be the time to do it and um it's not that much different than what my original plan was so uh i think it'll I think it'll work out all right so yeah there we go So I shared with you about uh, leaving an an albergue, but I thought I should probably do the flip side of that, which is what you do when you show up to an albergue, uh, which will also answer some questions that uh, (laughs) particularly my mom had about what the sleeping and showering and uh, (laughs) situations are like. So typically you show up at an albergue and (laughs) first thing for me, because I uh, have chosen not to book ahead and just sort of see what happens. Um, uh, you ask, do you have a bed? <laughs> uh, and 90% of the time the answer is yes. Uh, only only twice have I shown up and there hasn't been a bed uh, or an albergue it was closed and so I just had to go down the street to the next one. It wasn't a big deal. But, um, so they take your passport and your pilgrim's passport take your information and stamp your pilgrim's passport you have to have a stamp uh, from every place you stay so when you get to Santiago they use these to verify that you've walked um, the full way Uh, you pay typically it costs somewhere between five and ten euros for a bunk Uh, and then sometimes it's here's the room with bunks pick one that's not taken and sometimes some of the bigger ones are actually assigned here in this room this bunk, this bed, sort of thing. Uh, You go get your bunk. And typically what I do is I I pull stuff out of my backpack, pull my couple of bags that I've got in there, my dirty clothes, my my clean clothes. Uh, The very first thing I always do is go take a shower. Um, The shower is probably the biggest question mark of the albergue and they can vary pretty widely. (laughs) Um, Some of them are separate men and women some are co-ed uh the shower area um i say that and it's not like a group shower it's uh, there are individual stalls with doors always um but they usually the sink and mirror area Um, if it's a co-ed situation that's all sort of shared and then there's individual stalls that you can go in and you know do your showering business so um so yeah uh, often i would say probably 60 or 70 percent of the time it's separate though there's men's and women's uh and then 30 40 percent of the time it's just um there are stalls and whoever gets to it first gets to use it <laughs> so uh so yeah so i do that first uh, get showered up and take my dirty clothes and head straight for the laundry wherever that is sometimes that's Um, just a basin out in the garden that you can wash by hand Um, sometimes they don't have anything like that and they have uh, washer and dryer that you can coin operated, you can pay to use and sometimes um, um, the only option is to let them do it for you wash and dry your clothes usually for about five to seven euro Um, and I'm outside in a courtyard right now and it's really windy here so if there's wind buffeting the microphone, sorry Um, yeah, so then I'll go get my laundry done, however way that means, and, uh, and then I'll spend maybe, uh, an hour or so just resting, relaxing, um, and then after a little while, because I don't want to lay down all evening, I uh, get really stiff <laughs> from laying down for very long, uh, I like to just walk around and check out whatever town I'm in, maybe, um, grab a drink at a cafe and um just yeah kind of sightsee a little bit and that usually gets me to about five or six come back rest a little bit more and then have dinner sometimes dinners are provided at the albergues um, and those are usually um, not super nice meals but they're nice to just time to like connect with pilgrims so um have dinner or go out for dinner somewhere or sometimes occasionally cook dinner some of the albergues have uh, kitchens that are provided for the pilgrims to cook um the one i'm in now has a really nice kitchen actually the nicest i think you've seen so a lot of people are cooking in there tonight and um yeah then you cook dinner you rest for maybe an hour more i could see it about eight o'clock nine o'clock typically around nine o'clock is when people are to go to bed by you know ten o'clock, everybody's in bed asleep and getting ready for the next day. So yeah, that's the process of getting into an albergue, um, and the albergue is I, I think I've explained this, but are are for pilgrims only. Like no one else can stay in an albergue other than a pilgrim. You have to have a pilgrim's passport to stay in one. Um, so they're you know they're nice like community time to share and connect with people about how your day's going and how are your feet feeling <laughs> and what you thought of the walk and where did you stop and that sort of thing and um yeah it's just a nice little sort of community um like i mentioned before my friend gloria she said you know this the whole thing is kind of like a a uh, a traveling small town because <laughs> you have these sort of same people with you all the time and you're you know sharing where you live together each night. So that's that's how the albergues work. Uh so big day tomorrow. Gonna power through, get through it, and uh be ready to go to finish the last part of the way. Uh which it's maybe I'm thinking a little too far ahead since I haven't actually hit the halfway point. Uh, my brain's sort of already thinking about <laughs> the last bit there's still lots to go so anyways uh, I'll uh, update you later thanks all oh one thing which is uh, just a reminder uh, I really appreciate and I thank you really appreciate those who uh, have left me messages uh, you can do that again on the anchor.fm slash curtis dash Kettler uh, is the link Uh, Or you can use the anchor.fm app uh, to leave me a message or ask me a question uh, or just give your thoughts about what you think of listening to me talk every day. So uh, I love getting the messages from you all, so uh, thanks so much for those who have sent them, and uh, I will talk to you later. Buen camino.